Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. This nationally recognized, award-winning podcast is hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. I'm your host, Mindy McCulley, Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Specialist for Instructional Support at the University of Kentucky. I am sitting in today for our regular host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter. My guest is Dr. Natalie Jones, Extension Specialist for Family Health. Welcome, Natalie. Thanks for having me. So today our topic is what are vaccines and how do they work? So this is going to be a fun discussion, I think. Yes, so very just, relevant. Exactly. Yes, very, very relevant. So let's just jump in with both feet. And uh, my first question is going to be, what is a vaccine? Yep. Great question. Great place to start. So vaccines are great. They expose the body to fragments of a virus so that that way the body's immune system is trained, right, to be able to produce those protective antibodies, much like you would be um, if you were actually exposed to the disease. Okay. So vaccines just use smaller pieces of the virus or otherwise stimulate our bodies to produce those small pieces of the virus that can then produce protective antibodies but are incapable of causing infection. So after getting vaccinated, you develop this immunity to that disease without actually getting sick with the disease itself. So this is what makes vaccines such a powerful tool um, in preventative medicine is that unlike most medicines which treat or cure diseases, vaccines actually prevent the disease or to happen, right? So they prevent them, so they're great. Yes. So we can fight off all these diseases. This is one that I, I really need schooled on. What is mRNA? Yes. So mRNA stands for messenger RNA. And these are vaccines. They're also known as mRNA vaccines. So this is something of the first COVID-19 vaccines approved for the U.S., and mRNA vaccines are a new type of vaccine to help protect against infectious diseases like COVID-19. mRNA vaccines do not involve a weakened or inactivated germ into our bodies. Instead, they actually teach our cells how to make a protein or even a piece of a protein that triggers an immune response in our bodies. So this immune response, which produces antibodies, is what protects us, again, from getting getting infected if the real virus were to enter our body. So it's just another way um, and a different way of protecting us, just like what we talked about earlier in terms of the vaccine coming in and our body's immune system then being trained. So then is this COVID-19 vaccine safe? Yes. Yes. Cannot say enough. <laughs> yes. For all vaccines in the United States, there is an extensive development and approval process and no safety steps were skipped. So I know a lot of people were worried about that in terms of the speed and the, the way that we were able to develop this vaccine. But COVID-19 vaccines are held to the same standards as all other vaccines. Um, and they were made sure that they were safe before they were ruled out. So COVID-19 vaccine, very safe, did not skip any steps during the developmental process. And additionally, active monitoring continues. So as is the case for all immunizations, right, to make sure that we are going on safely. So it is definitely safe to get the vaccine. 
So how effective are the vaccines against the new, more contagious strains of the coronavirus that causes COVID-19? Yeah, so we're definitely seeing some different strands of COVID-19 happening, and this is normal, right? We see see different strands of the flu as well. So this is something that's normal. So we should not be alarmed that that's happening. And so scientists are working right now to learn more about the variants and to better understand then how we can create effective vaccines to protect against them. So early data is showing that the first two vaccines may not be as effective for these other variants, but they still provide really good protection from severe COVID-19 diseases. So we still definitely want to get the COVID-19 vaccine, and it's definitely worth getting. And how many doses of the COVID-19 vaccine will be needed? Right. So right now, um, so just to be noted, this is being filmed right in March of 2021. So (laughs) things with COVID change rapidly, um, as we've seen throughout this past year. But so right now, the two vaccines that are out um, in terms of the Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine both require two doses. So the Pfizer vaccine dose is separated by three weeks and the Moderna vaccine is separated by 28 days. However, Johnson & Johnson's vaccine just got approved and has been started to roll out, and that only needs one dose. So you should definitely know what vaccine you are receiving. And once you find that out, um, which they will inform you when you're getting your vaccine, then you will know when to follow up if you need to come back for that second dose or if you are good to go. And are we seeing side effects with the COVID-19 vaccines? Yeah. So after getting vaccinated, even with any any vaccination that you may get, there are definitely normal side effects that people normally get. And so for COVID-19, during the clinical trials and, and what we're seeing, and I can speak up from personal experience as well, is the biggest symptom that we're seeing and side effect is just arm pain at the injection site. So where you actually get the vaccine. Some people though, however, are seeing swelling at the injection site like a bee sting, you know, it may grow a little bit, fever, chills, tiredness, or headaches. Um, they actually kind of feel a little fluey, right? So you're having some, some maybe flu symptoms, but they should go away in a few days. And so again, people might experience symptoms after the first dose or even after the second dose. And this is just due again to your body's way of, of recognizing that, that vaccine. And so again, not feeling the symptoms is okay too. Not everyone will have the same side effects. Some may be affected more so than others, um, and some may not have some have symptoms. But just because you don't have symptoms does not mean that the vaccine did not work. It still worked. So don't be alarmed if you Maybe, don't have symptoms. I was going to say, and even if you um, have symptoms when you get other vaccines, like a flu vaccine or or a chickenpox vaccine, it doesn't mean that you're going to have symptoms with COVID-19 or not have symptoms, right? Right. Right. They're all different vaccines. Exactly. Exactly. So if you experience any of these things, then you need to just call your healthcare provider, right? Yeah. So definitely call your healthcare provider if you are seeing difficulty breathing or swelling in your um, your face or your throat, a fast heartbeat, dizziness or weakness. You definitely want to call your healthcare provider and let them know. And then after you get vaccinated, again, we want to just remember the key facts is that if you need to get that second dose, so if you've got Pfizer or Moderna, make sure that you go back and get your second dose. And then no matter what vaccine you get, or even if you haven't got a vaccine yet, 
You need to continue to wear a mask in public, avoid crowds, right? And staying that physical distance of six feet apart from each other and then continue to wash our hands frequently. And so we definitely need to continue to do this um, even after we're vaccinated. And that's just for general health too. No matter what you're doing, you need to yes. remember to wash your hands, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I remember uh, not too long ago, my, my son said to me, he said, I don't really worry about COVID too much. He said, I worry about the people who go to the bathroom and don't wash their hands. <laughs> right, right. Like, what were you guys doing before COVID? Come on, that's, you gotta wash your hands. <laughs> yes. How many people need to receive the COVID-19 vaccine before we achieve herd immunity? Yeah, so herd immunity is something that we have seen kind of thrown around now um, in the news. And so right now, expert researchers estimate that we need at least 70 to 80% of Americans to be vaccinated to achieve herd immunity. And again, herd immunity is that term that's used to describe when enough people have protection. So either from previous infection or from the vaccine. And so that that way, if we have enough people vaccinated, then it's unlikely for the virus, um, whether it be COVID-19 or, or anything, right, to effectively spread and cause disease. So as a result, everyone in the community is then protected, even if some people can't get the vaccine or um, don't have protection themselves. So the percentage of people who need to have protection in order to achieve herd immunity varies by disease. But for COVID-19, um, they're saying around 70 to 80 percent of Americans would need to be vaccinated. So um, how will I know when it's my turn to get the COVID-19 vaccine? Kentucky actually recently just announced that they will have a website and a hotline that you can go to. Um, the CDC also has a website as well, because we know a lot of people are eager to get vaccinated and we want to get everyone vaccinated as quickly as possible. So um, we need to check out these websites. And so for Kentucky, the website is vaccine.ky.gov. And so we can link that in the show notes as well. Definitely. And the hotline is 855-598-2246. And so these just help us um, see what phase is going on and who currently is eligible for the vaccines. And you can kind of view a map even of locations, um, of places and sites that are administering the vaccine. And again, knowing that we need to be patient and get the vaccine when it's our turn, but also knowing that we need to get as many people vaccinated as possible to achieve herd immunity. So when it is your turn, and if you have the chance to get a vaccine, we really encourage you to, to take it and to get that shot of hope, right? That's what we're calling it That's with right. the, the Kentucky, get that shot of hope and do what you can to keep your community safe. So continue to wear a mask, physically distant, wash your hands, and the COVID-19 vaccine is safe. And we hope to get as many Kentuckians vaccinated as possible. So I think I have two more questions. So the first one is, so once I get that COVID-19 vaccine, can I get sick with COVID-19? So right now, no. So none of the COVID-19 vaccines contain a live virus of the vaccine. So by getting the COVID-19 vaccine, it cannot make you sick with COVID-19. Okay. You're not getting a live vaccine. And so then I guess it also won't make me test positive for COVID-19 um, test. Correct. Yep. So if you went to go get, you know, your nose swabbed um, after receiving the vaccine, it will not come back as positive. It will, it will say 
no COVID-19 um, detected. So no, these vaccines will not cause you to test positive. All right. Well, thank you, Natalie, for sharing with us the shot of hope. I think that's what we're going to call this podcast today. And I love it. I think you um, have shared with us great information that we will definitely be able to link all of the phone numbers and websites that you have, have shared in the show notes that people will be people will be able to go back and, and get that information as well. Come back and share other great information with us on another show. And to our listeners, I hope that you will also join us again on Talking Facts. We are available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and a comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT or send us an email at UKFCSEXT at UKY.edu. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local Extension agent for Family and Consumer Sciences. We build strong families. We build Kentucky. It starts with us.